podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Oh, good afternoon and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. This is Full Time Reds. I'm Gav, that's Kev. Liverpool 2, Watford nil from Anfield in the early kickoff uh, this afternoon. Um, Liverpool go top of the league for the moment. Um, Man City are away to Burnley in about 29 minutes' time. So we're going to keep this about half an hour so you can go off and watch that or whatever, any other three o'clock game you feel like watching. Uh, Chum Chum says, You up the Reds. Garmack, big win. Big win, Reds. Vital to start this run correctly. Gomez, man of the match. Uh, Red Steve, afternoon, Reds. 14 points it was. Couldn't be done, they said. Ross B says, Evening, Reds. Not my favourite game of the season, but I'll take the win regardless. Lads did look stuck and toured and the inter break international break definitely shows but it was expected Ben Ebbett has perfect result Garmax says uh, just saying hello to Steve and hit the like while you're waiting says Steve so if you're in here and you're watching please hit the like button share if you want subscribe but most of all put your comments in there and we'll read out as many as we can Kev it was far from perfect it was far from yeah. you know um, mad intensity you know mad intense absolutely you know battering them from start to finish but it's three points. It puts Liverpool top of the league, and that's all you want coming off the back of an international break. Yeah, it is. I mean, I thought we were really controlled. We controlled the game from start to finish. They only had chances from set. They had one chance from a set piece and one, you know, really good chance from a counter. That was when you looked at it, it looked offside. Yeah. But other than that, I thought we managed the game really well. Um, yeah, we weren't lightning quick up front and we weren't as blistering as we all hoped we would be but points in the bag is all that matters everything else is secondary to, at this stage of the season mm. you know when we look at the lineup Allison's in goal Gomez uh, Matip Van Dijk Robertson who, which we all thought would start yeah. midfield we thought Henderson would play the six um, I think we said it last night Thiago yeah. would play and then we were wondering who else would play alongside them Milner was getting a bit of a show Jones got a bit of a show and he got the nod up front, yeah. I wasn't surprised to see Diaz not start. Um, he goes with Jota, he goes with Firmino, um, which I was expecting. And I thought there was no way Salah wasn't going to start. So overall, um, with the teams we picked on Thursday night, I think it was. Yeah, we I think Chris got closest. Close. Yeah, yeah, Chris, Chris picked Jones in fairness. Though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean the team for what was you know left at at AXA training center for the international break, it pretty much picked itself. You know and. They did, they did okay. You know, it wasn't, like I said, it wasn't a great performance, but it was completely controlled. You know, I can understand the nerves at 1-0 that some people had, but yeah. it would have been a monumental mistake that would have got him in, and we just never looked like making one. And some of the stats that were thrown out in BT during that game, there was one that was absolutely ridiculous. That's 18 games in a row that we've played that we haven't conceded in the first, the first half. half yeah. That's insane. That's nuts. Yeah. You know, so it's like all of this stuff, all of this run is built on a on a defense that's just so rock solid and is back to where it was when we won the title. Is is back to probably even better than that because they're tighter. You know, seven goals at home this season. Yeah. Crazy. It is. Um let me see. Herschel felt that Liverpool were a bit clueless in the final third, but we got the three points and now we move. Tommy C reckons Jones was quite poor. Anthony O'Chill reckons that um Jones was impressive. He just needs to be more consistent over the whole season. 
Jake Simmons says Henderson gets me infuriated the way he allows people to run through and not put a tackle and then mounts other players really annoys me uh, let me see uh, name and bub says three points that all that all that counts um, let me see if there's any more there um, let, let me see uh, what does a perfect game look like these days zero conceded two scored no injuries says Tarek good show uh, Sarvanan Dina Dayalan Sarvanan has changed his name, hasn't he? Good win, grinded it out. Hope Bourne can get a draw later. Fingers crossed. Look, Kev, the international break thing, I, I think, is a bit of a myth when Liverpool come back from international breaks, especially when you look at over the past two or three seasons. How many games have we lost? You know, yeah. outside of when we had just massive injury issues and we were playing all sorts of, you know, formations and lineups and stuff like that. But when Liverpool have their full squad available or close to it, how many games have we actually lost? And it's not many. So the half 12 thing, fair enough. Klopp has talked up the crowd yesterday and said, look, turn up, make it as noisy as you possibly can for a half 12. And, you know, is there a bit still where you go, don't, ex- don't, you shouldn't be losing these games, Kev, but don't, don't expect everything to be absolutely on point. Is that, is that, is that a fair thing to say? Yeah. I think we forget that they are human and there's going to be time. I mean, look, in all of Mo's time at the club, I don't think I've seen him go through a patch like this where the ball just bounces off him and looks like a brick. You know, it's, um, he's not the only one. There's a few of them there that they're doing their jobs and they're working really hard, but it's just not coming off. Like Sadio trying to go around Ben Foster right at the end. Yeah. You know, on another day, he ball rolls that and just slots it in. Um, it's it's small margins. Jota's header going just over the bar. Virgil's clear header that, again, skies it. You know, yeah. for all the BT talking up Watford and how good they were and what have you, Watford did nothing in that game. Bar putting 11 behind the ball. Yeah, and a, couple of, a, couple, a couple of breaks. And Alisson does make a really good save minutes before Jota's goal. Yeah, um, but it was offside. Yeah, so, yeah. But they were talking that up as a Yeah, but what I'm saying is that was the sort of threat, if you yeah. get me. You know, the sort of way. Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to get in behind us. And, and they had got pace. And you've seen they make a triple sub near the end. And, um, you know, they're looking for more pace again. You know, because... But even at that, when they bring those on, they're still not willing to come out of a shape um, mm. that you know Hodgson is going to... Going to put on them from the very yeah. start Megan says Bobby woke his socks off winning the ball back I thought Firmino was really good actually I really did um, three points that matter more than performance at this stage of the season says Steve Lyons I agree with you Steve um, and maybe maybe you give a bit of leeway on a half 12 thing but there is bits for me that you look at and you go that has to improve especially on well on during the week against Benfica and most definitely away at Man City next week. The way we are playing at the moment, says Passio, reminds me of when we won the league. Lots of games where we are not amazing, but we are racking up the points. Veranda Cheese says top of the table, maybe for two, only two hours, but seeing us on top of the league makes him horny. There you <laughs> go. Um, best of luck to the lady in your life uh, to later on today. Um, our bench today was mad, says Kieran B. Yeah, it was. Firmino did look good. Jota too. VVD was excellent. But for me, Robbo stood out. Robbo was very good. If we want to go through yeah. a couple of players, not only defensively, but he showed intensity. And he was nearly on the end of a couple of balls as well throughout the game where you go, he has a real chance here. And only for some kind of last-ditch Watford stuff. Robbo probably could have been in for one or two. Yeah, I think there was a few players there that played really, really well. I thought, if you were judging man of the match at halftime, Bobby was unbelievable 
his recovery, I think his six recoveries in the game. I think most of them were been in the first half. His pressing and his ability to read the game is all still there. His touch was really good. Um, he was dropping into the spaces. is brilliant. It's the exact thing you want to see from him. You're not going to get you know, loads of goals off him, but he does vacate that space and giving loads of people play Stork, I see. <laughs> Brandon Cheesing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I see that. <laughs> but, yeah, um, Joe Gomez, some of his crossing today, I mean, outstanding. The, the, the cross for the goal yeah. was inch perfect. And it's not saying you don't expect it from him, but He's a very good right back. He's a traditional up and down right back. He's not known for having that kind of ability. And there was a couple of times as well where he went around Kamara and just nice bit of footwork. And he looked good. He, he genuinely did. I don't think it's his long term career prospects is being a right back, but he's improved in the position. You know, he has improved in the position a lot since. What was he when he came into the side three, four years ago when he was being blooded through at full back, at left back, and right back? You know, it's um, he's come on leaps and bounds. And looking forward for England, he's a perfect centre back in the back three. Perfect. He's a footballing centre back. And for us as well in the back two, you'd have no problem with him doing what Joe Matip does, you know, being a ball carrier, bringing it out, good distribution. You know, it's all all good signs for him. Yeah, and listen, if we if you want to move on to the goal, you know, it's it's twenty two minutes in, um, and you know, I have to give a shout to Thiago as well. I thought his pass was really good. Yeah, yeah. Some of it very incisive as well, which I like. Um, it's sometimes something we miss at times, and you know, Thiago spreads it out wide. Gomez gets on it. Elvis feet. Doesn't look inside, doesn't look for anything else, but put put to put a ball into a dangerous area. And that's what Trent does an awful lot of the time. Like Trent's balls are excellent and he can pinpoint you if he if he needs to. But a lot of the time when you look at Trent, he puts it into areas where he knows A, they're gonna have to defend, and B, air attackers have to be attacking them. You know, the sort of way yeah. he's not floating. And the keeper he's, can't come from it. Yeah, he's putting them into areas where a keeper doesn't doesn't want it to be any of his business. And he puts it in there. And in fairness, Jota gets across the goalkeeper, gets a good flick on it, and it's 1-0 up. And that kind of settled things a little bit for us, Kev. You know, I thought there was times when we were good on the ball. There was other times where a little bit frustrating. But Jota, again, that's his 14th league goal of the season, I think. Um, yeah. I think he might be... 20 in total. 20, yeah. I think that was his 20 yeah, of the 20 season. 20 in total. Um, Pasio says you're bang on. Commentators waffling about how hard Warford worked and played well when they pretty much just had 10 or 11 players in 20 by 20 zones and did nothing else. Prayers for nothing. But this is what you're going to get. You know, um, I don't know if, we, if you watch Man City and Burnley, if, if Man City are leading by a narrow margin, will the commentary be about City holding on and winning this game or will it be about Burnley playing so well and stuff like that? I get the feeling at times that they just like to tell you that the other team are doing really well against Liverpool and yeah. it comes across at times as them wanting other teams to score and um, to see what happens. But um, it makes a 1-0, Kev, and it, I think it settles us a bit and I think... It's not going to change what Watford are doing because Watford are going to stick at this till 90 minutes if they have to and hope for three or four minutes injury time where they can throw something at it. But it was good to get a goal, Kev, because I didn't, I didn't want to get to a half an hour, 40 minutes nil all because 
it doesn't change what Watford are doing, but it can it sometimes it can get into your head. Yeah, I I don't blame Watford for doing that. You know, the longer the game stays one nil, you you're still in it. You're not out of it. You know, so if you try and open up at all, you're gonna get pinned. And we saw it a couple of times with the counter attacks from their corners. Yeah. That we were one pass away from getting the, all of those right. You know, mm-hmm. it was done the hard bit, got away, got into their half, and it was just a final ball. But yeah, it was it was good timing because um at that time they were still they were brave on the when they got forward. They they went forward in numbers and got numbers into the box when they could. So being that one nil up, it gave the crowd that um you know someone to hold on to, someone to to roar for. And the players then to say they went into game management mode. And it was like someone said it earlier on, third gear. And that was enough. It was recycle the ball. If nothing's on, bring it back out, go to the other side and keep doing that. And that's what you have to do against sides who are going to park the bus. Is that a show of Liverpool's confidence in themselves though? Because yeah. a lot of teams out there, you could include Man City, Chelsea, Spurs, United, whoever they are, where they're 1-0 up and I know we're only 25 minutes into the game, but we're 1-0 up with say 65, 70 gone. And they're looking to get a second because they think they know what's coming in the last 15. Where I'm not saying Liverpool weren't looking to get a second because they're on top for the vast majority, but they showed extreme patience in what they were doing at times for me. Where and that's a show of confidence where they go, We're confident enough, we're not going to concede here. Let's keep playing and let's not let's not throw absolutely everything at it and leave ourselves exposed. That has to be a show of confidence, like you say, Kev, in a in a defence that's looking very, very, very good week on week. It, it's massive because you know that at one one nil's enough. You know, you get three points whether you win 1-0 or 6-0. It doesn't make a blind bit of difference. It's not rugby. They don't get a bonus point. So, at 1-0, they're happy enough. They know Watford have to come out and try and do something. If Watford don't want to come out, fine. Keep the ball. You can't score with it when you don't have the ball. So, they're happy. They're All they care about is three points. It's just chalking games off and moving on to the next one. Chalk the next one off and move on again. They're so professional. And like you said, confident in their own ability. Not an, not an it's not an arrogance, because they were all switched on. You know, and if someone lost a ball in a bad position, they were told. You know, you've seen it a few times. You can understand Klopp's frustration on the side, but the players looked like they were in total control of that game from the time that goal went in, even before that, really. But yeah. they trusted themselves. They trusted the line that they were holding, and more often than not. They were being caught offside. Even the flag, if the flag didn't go up, you know, if things went to it VAR. Would've. It would have, you know. So they were, they've. It's it's an extreme confidence, not arrogance. Yeah, Emma Cavanagh says Klopp has 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 also just complimented Wofford and Roy on their performance. Thinks we could have been better when on the ball today, but was really impressed with our counter press. And I think that comes back to the decision making at times up front. You know. Um, there is times for me where we we do we, it's very hard like as a Premier League forward it is very hard to get things right all the time you know the game is moving so quick when you have so many bodies between you and the goal to do the right thing all the time is a, is a, is a really really huge skill and but there was times where I felt Liverpool were a bit slow at doing something maybe done it a bit too quick at times a bit too eager and then there was times where you're going just to wait a pass and 
you have to think in the back of your mind that comes. You know, as we get back into a rhythm, we all talk about rhythm all the time. The rhythm's been broken over the last two weeks, but that's not an excuse to not go and win a game today, which we have won. But you'd like to think that that will come because rhythm will will start to evolve now again over the next game, two games, three games, wherever it might be. And Liverpool will just build up another head of steam in a perfect timing where if it takes a couple of games to build up a head of steam and you're winning those games, you're looking into the last six, seven league games where you're absolutely on it. And, you know, I suppose the question probably is what were Watford to do? If Watford come out today and try press us really hard and, you know, and he did press, in fairness at times he did, but if they were to really push up, press us, be try be really brave on the ball and break lines, we'll eat them alive because we, we'll break the ball, we'll take the ball off them and we're gone. And there's so yeah. many players doing all sorts. But like if you if their full backs went forward, like they like Kamara went forward in the last five minutes. And if they did that from twenty five minutes on on both sides, nah, not a hope. They Sissoko is a good box to box centre mid, but he's thirty four years of age. You know, his best years are behind him and he'll try and he'll work and Kuka the same, they'll work, but they're not going to cover the space left by fullback. So they had no choice but to play the way they did. You know, they're in the bottom three for a reason. But they can take something out of that performance today that might, you know, give them hope that they created some chances and they look dangerous on the counter. It's just a case of whether they'd be able to play like that against sides who are in and around them. Mm. And I don't think I don't know if they'd be brave enough to do to play like that against the likes of Leeds and Brentford when they have to play them. Let Leeds and Brentford have the ball and try and hit those sides on the break. It's a very risky thing to have to do. Yeah, Antio Chill um, makes a point here, and it, um, somebody else backs it up. Then uh, Steve Lyons says taking shots from outside the box is something that this team can definitely work on. When was the last time that a shot from long distance, a long distance effort, was on target from us? And you'll always get these long distance efforts because teams are literally, you know, literally 10, 11 men behind the ball. And sometimes your option is to just get a little bit of space in areas 25, 30 yards out. And you're thinking, I've nowhere else to go here. I'll have a shot. But the, the point that's made is an important one. Liverpool should be working on it. And they don't have to be spectacular shots. Just get them on target and make a keeper work because it makes, yeah. it makes get a corner out of it. It, well, it, it makes teams come out a little bit more to you because if Thiago steps inside today and hits one from 30 yards and it's fairly routine for Ben Foster, right? That's not the whole point. The whole point is that Thiago's hit inside and hit the target. The next time he does it, if you want to give him that space, it mightn't be as comfortable. You know, he might find his yeah. range and stuff like that. And But when when teams see Liverpool hitting them and they're going high, wide and handsome, um, or dragged wide and or scuffed or or whatever, you know, it's um, it, it's. There's one thing it, it encourages it encourages Watford to continue what they're doing in that block. Yeah, Do you know what I'm often I've seen it, Yeah, you've often seen it. With Klopp has often said it to Fabinho that it's something he should do more. Mm. That he's got that in his locker. Henderson has it in his locker. He's scored some bangers. So does Curtis. But it's one of those things. We're, we don't score from outside the box that often. We we haven't done for a while. It's almost a case we'll Trent, work Trent a better... against Newcastle. See, Fabinho scored one from outside the box, didn't he? Um, and I think Naby might have as well. But it, I can remember Trent's one. Yeah, I can remember Trent. The thing is, it's not from 
the player's ability to do it, you just wonder if they're really encouraged to do it. And mm. I think there'll always be times where they'll look for us, look for a better pass, look for someone in a better space rather than try to give them. And basically, if you miss, you're giving them the ball back. Mm. They'd rather keep the ball, work a better chance. Yeah, and uh, no, but what well, I've no issue with long, t- long range shots. I've no issue with that. My issue is don't try to be spectacular with them. Hit the target once or twice, and they'll know you've hit the target. And straight away, their mentality is he's hitting the target with them, and he could hit it harder, and he could bend it better, and he could put it in a much more difficult situation for us if if we allow him to do that. Which means a defensive midfielder has to come out before, or a centre half has to come with somebody, and then that opens up those spots because no matter how good you are, at times when you have that many bodies between you and the goal, and they're that deep. It's very hard to pick teams apart, regardless of who they are, when they're yeah. that deep. Um, Pasio says from LFC tw- from LFC Twitter, a 160th win to mark Klopp's 250th Premier League game in charge. Impressive when you consider what he walked into. 160 wins in 250 games. It's, um, and then when you add in the draws, would he be over 200 games where he's taken a point in 250? Possibly. Um Fairly close, anyway. Uh, somebody asked, was he in South Africa in 1986? Um, did did, did you <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I'm trying to say this without laughing. Um, it's gone. Where's it gone? Where's it gone? Hold on, hold on. Um, oh, it's gone. I'll, I'll find it. Um, <laughs> but basically said, uh, you look like you could be me dad. Um, well, I was four in 1986, so I can't be. Um, but South Africa, no, I've never been. Um, the point of take, list for me. I'd love to go. Uh, the point of taking the point of taking long distance shots is to draw the defence to close the space down and leave gaps behind the closing player, like three point shooting in basketball. Correct, and it's all about just putting a few on target. Um, let me see. Um, City used the looming threat of accurate long shots to pull defenders out of shape. Santiago Chill, they do. They absolutely do. And it usually means they'll pull someone out of shape, get in behind them and tap across the box and someone's there to score. Um, yeah. And that's how they do it. But we prob- we could probably add it to our game a little bit or we probably have to be a little bit more open in our midfield play, i.e. letting two players get in, re- in centrally and pull out our own position to try and make things happen. But it can actually be done. The way we play, no problem. If we're a little bit more accurate with long shots. Look, it gets to half time. Um we're one nil up. And you're thinking to yourself, Joe Gomez gets booked towards the end of the first half, and I'm like, oh, Joe, what's what are you doing? Because their only threat is in behind. And you know, you don't want to be on a yellow card. You could get into a tussle with someone for an innocuous thing and you could end up being sent off. That was just my head, my brain overthinking it at half time. But at half time I'm always happy when we get to halftime, regardless, because I always think Klopp will sort them out. He'll have a word. We'll come out. And again, I, I think we dominated second half, Kev. Without being spectacular, we dominated. They did nothing in the second half. They, all the efforts that they had were from the first half. They they literally, I don't think Alisson had anything to do about watch. They were pretty much a watching brief in the second half. It was complete domination of the ball. And sometimes players rest with the ball. We all know this, but... No, I was really, really happy at halftime, and second half just topped it off. It it was good professional performance coming back from a time when you know the players have all been away. They've only come back for a couple of days, and they know how, the importance of the results. Yeah, they know how vital it is today to not make any mistakes, not do anything stupid, and they didn't. They were really, really good. 
and the changes that were made as well. It was good to see Fabinho get a few minutes um, needed, I think, just to completely settle it, you know, because when he came on, Henderson looked better on the right and Fabinho looked like he hadn't skipped a beat, you know, he was just his usual self, dominating and distributing the ball like he does. He was really, really good. Really impressed with him. We um we see we see Fabinho come on just after the hour for Cortez Jones, which which me which made sense, I think. It releases mm-hmm. Henderson a little bit more to do what he's probably best at. Um, although he hasn't been brilliant at certain things this season, his position is right of of a tree. Um, in a six, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if he can do it anymore for Liverpool. That's just me, but I don't think there was an awful lot asked of him today. Um, just be 69, 70 minutes. Salah comes off. Mane comes on. That made sense as well. They both yeah. been away. Um, you give Salah that seventy minutes. I didn't. I thought Salah was poor, but I, what? I won't. I won't hold it against him. Um, you know, he's been away. He's, he suffered another disappointment. Um, with Egypt, he comes off. Salah or Mane comes on. Mane gets twenty minutes, which is just keeping taking over after again being in those World Cup qualifiers. I wasn't surprised not to see Diaz come on. Um, I think he's absolutely rested for during the week, and I think that's absolutely perfect, um, especially with a new, as a new player coming in. Although he's been really impressive, at times you need to just this is another part of of his yeah. phase and impulse. Getting used to the travelling yeah, side, yeah, of it. and, and for, no. like he, look, don't get me wrong, he travels from Portugal to South America before he moves from 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 Porto, but it's another part of his phasing in and and getting used to what we do and the way the squad works and stuff like that. And I'm sure Klopp told him, listen, you'll be on the bench. If I don't if I don't need to use you, I won't because we have Benfica and Man City. You know, these games roll yeah. off the tongue. So I, I wasn't too bothered over that. Um, somebody went and checked it out. Gav, you are right. 160 wins, 56 draws and 34 losses. Out of 750 <laughs> points, he's taken 536. So that's 216 games. Um, he has taken points in the Premier League as Liverpool manager um, out of 260. Would that be right? That doesn't, 250. Excuse me, 250. 250. Um, Diaz will be unleashed and Benfica, says Ben Abba. Yes. Alisson won us the points today, just like Schmeichel used to do for Man U. Says Suckbeer second. Well, um, no, he made one save. Yeah. You know what I mean? One save was good positioning from a corner. That was it. You know, yeah, The header, yeah. Yeah, that was um, it. Yeah, no, again, we'll, we'll yeah, Ross, Ross is spot on there. Seventeen now for Allison. Yeah, you know, seventeen clean sheets. He's yeah. just racking them up. Yeah, you know, he's desperate for that golden. I think if he gets the golden gloves, we win the league. Yeah. It, it's as simple as that. Yeah, and he's he's in flowing form, and he just looks. Yeah. He's so intimidating to, to, to opposition players. It's, it's yeah. actually ridiculous. But they all think they have to do something extra special now to beat yeah. him, and that's yeah. what. And puts them off. Opposition. Yeah, it does. Yeah. it Because they always think they have to do something different. Yeah. Or do a trick beforehand. Anything. Um, shame Salah didn't head it down to Jota. It would have been a sort of a goal and give us a comfortable 2-0. He should have put it on a play for Jota. Jota today, again, looked a bit... He's a bit. He's a mad player. I, I'm, yeah. I'm convinced he's no interest in playing football. <laughs> but he'll score goals. The, the football in bit, I'll do whatever I have to. But he wants to score goals. And, and in fairness to him... Um, He's deceivingly quick. He is quick. Yeah. He misses a couple of chances today. There's one where I think he could square to Henderson, I think, and doesn't. Um, but he gets the goal, and I, I can live with it. I can absolutely live with yeah. it. If there was a player out there that you're kind of going, doesn't link the play, doesn't 
get many assists. Yeah, doesn't, doesn't score walk many off goals. Doesn't walk. You kind of go, what is the point of this fella? But he works. He gets yeah. assists. He gets goals. He doesn't do things where you go, wow, what fucking pass that is. Although he does at times. Like one of the assists of the season is the, is the header to um, Mane. Where, um, to pull against Arsenal at Anfield when it bounces and he, yeah. he heads this ball 25 yards into his path yeah. unbelievable but other time you just look at look at Jota and you just go not interested but you know what I'm I'm fully he's on a board kid. yeah he's a kid when you're in school that get, scores shed loads of goals yeah. he's just brilliant at football yeah. you want him on your side yeah. but you know that he's, he's a bit of a knob but you yeah. still want him on your team Yeah, you know, he, he's that kind of and I'm not saying he is, but at the end of the day, he's an annoying little. He'd be an, such an annoying player to play against, yeah, because he'll never leave you alone. Yeah, he's like he's got that Bobby. <laughs> he's like Bobby in that respect. He'll never leave you alone. He's always on you. He's all, he's always harassed you. And there was a break. Well, I think ben Ebert says it. Ben Ebert says it. He presses and he scores goals. Yeah. But there was a break in about the eightieth in the between eighty and eighty fifth minute where he was he opened up his legs and he just broke away. And I thought, if you've got that kind of energy after the games you've played for Portugal and the importance of those games for Portugal, and eighty five minutes into a game against Watford and you're opening up your legs like that and running away from players, yeah, all bodes well towards the end of the season. Like. It does. Kieran says Jota was having a stinker. He lost the ball with a shocking touch. They broke on us. Allison saved 30 seconds later. Jota scores. Kelly and Jota. You know, that's just the way he is. That's the way he is. Like, and, and just get on board, right? You know, and he got and he was fouled for the penalty as well. Yeah, but the funny thing is, if you if I'm not too sure if people are like marking him really, really tightly and it's affecting his affecting his um way of getting into games. But I think if you leave Jota alone for a minute, he'd Fucking kill you. He'd mm. kill you. Ask Arsenal. He'd leave him alone for a second and he kills them. You know what I mean? It's just the way he is. Yeah. Um, look, the game goes on. looking a snip of a player. Yeah, the game goes on. Um, Antio Chill is convinced that he, Jota learned his heading technique from Ronaldo. Um, <laughs> in Portugal, they look at carbon copy. Um, Glenn Parsons says, I've just checked the league table for the first time since November. We're still top. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And nothing happened in between, Glenn. Nothing happened in between. Um, no. Nothing to write home about. Anyway, nothing of note. Um, very hard to read the chat with black, uh, with, with grey background. Um, it's as clear as day on my screen, man. It's as clear as day on my screen. Um, but I'll have a look into it for you. How does that sound? 80 minutes, Kev, I am starting to think, oh, fuck's sake, you know, 1-0 up. We're, we're well in control. We've said it. We have loads of confidence in ourselves, but you know, you, you, at some stage, somebody will get a chance and we'll have to deflect and go in. I was thinking of the, do you remember the Norwich goal? Do you remember we were battering Norwich? It was nil all and Norwich going front through, um, I can't think of the guy's name. He's our best player. And, deflecting off Matip I think and you're kind of going Jesus and I'm going to have something like that in my head and it goes 85 86 87 I'm kind of watching the clock and I'm saying four minutes injury time I reckon four or five and I'm a little bit of it's a little bit mad and then we get a penalty and if I'm Roy Hodgson he's probably too old but I'll be getting somebody (laughs) belonging to me to go in and give that fella a slap in the fucking head because what is he doing with Jota? He has no interest in this game of football going on. He no. has none, Kev. Um, and it just, I'm delighted to see it given. 
Oh yeah. Too many, and the too ref, many the ref doesn't spot it. The ref doesn't no. spot it and he's asked to go back. But, <laughs> but Kev, what's he at? Just defend the corner. It's and it's do you panic. know what? Could could it could it be just a backup to that quote for me is I, with a question. Could it be a precedence? Because I haven't seen something like that in a while. Where a ref doesn't see something and they ask him to look at it and he gives it. I think it goes I remember when they introduced this, when they went during the Russia World Cup, and for the first yeah. half a dozen games, there were penalties being given left, right, and center for exactly that. Yeah. And it was the right thing to do because for the rest of the tournament, what you got was actually you actually got goals from corners. Yeah. And defenders had to learn how had to defend properly. Mm. I mean, the only reason he he did what he did is pure panic that Jota is strong in the box, he's strong in the air. And he just absolutely fucking had a brain fart. He had a complete brain meltdown. The ball was nowhere near him. He had no need to do it. But I hope that I hope that this carries on for the rest of the season and into the future. Because if you have a corner, it's supposed to be an advantage of corner. Yeah. You know, but at the minute, with the way that defenders try to defend, and they're not that's not defending. That is just so it is just you're mugging people. You know, whereas if defenders had to defend and you could attack a ball properly in the air without being interfered with when you jump in, you would see more goals. I'm convinced of it. Yeah. But all it takes is referees to be brave. And when they see that kind of tackle, you know, that kind of shit going on in the box, they, they, they should be blowing it up. And I VR's, remember. to be fair to him, he put, he could have, it would have been easy for him to leave a goal. Yeah. Because the referee he's... didn't see it. It would have been easy for him to leave a goal. Well, it's clear and obvious. That's where clear and obvious is meant to come in, isn't it? But, Again, it, it is you know I'm I'm very very harsh on VAR and quite rightly in my opinion, um for vast majority. But in fairness to that one, and I'm not saying it because it was Liverpool. If it was another game or Liverpool player done that, you go, you have to hand it to VAR. They've seen it and they've dealt with it. Yeah, and and that's the way it is. He's that's a new fact, official on me. I haven't seen his name before. Oh, listen, I don't pay any attention to the names. No, but I have, upset me. Um, I haven't. He's not. I don't know if he's a match day referee, but I've I've never seen him. It's it, it's not a name there comes to mind with him so look i just think with credit where it's due they got it right you yeah. know and it was a it was a right call and atwell went with it so yeah um that tackle wouldn't be out of place in munster versus Leinster, says emma cavanagh or you're talking about the 2018 world cup i remember going back to i want to say 2013 14 somewhere around that time and they brought something in like this about holding in the box. And I remember just thinking Martin Scarlett is going to end up having to retire from football. Um, because, or, or I'll have to stop yeah. watching Liverpool because I'll, my head will be absolutely fried watching him trying to defend corners because he was mental, Martin Scarlett. He had no interest in the game of football no. either. He was all about getting piggybacks off strikers and um, putting them in bear hugs and shit like that. So, um, And in fairness, as long as they were getting away with it, it's grand. Yeah. But they shouldn't and, be getting away with it. That's the thing. Yeah, Antio Chill says this is the, one of the few days where I can confidently credit the officials' perfect use of VAR as little as possible, in brackets. City have gone one up, apparently. This is Glenn yeah. Parsons. I, I expect Man City to win today. Yeah, um, yeah you do. So, look, it's, it's just both teams will win this, this weekend. It's, it goes down to next weekend. Um, yeah, Ben Ebbett, uh, one, mil, one nil to Man City in six minutes gone. So that's the end of that game. Um, yeah. Man of the match, Kev. We're going to do a show tomorrow night where we pick man of the matches and we're going to talk a bit more about the five sub rule and one or two things that we touched on during the week, but we'll get to tomorrow night. Um, yeah. The lineup for tomorrow night is definitely me, Kev, and Keith. I know Shawnee is away, so we'll sort something out. But man of the match for you before we go. Oh, Thiago. 
I thought some of his passing today was bordering on ridiculous. And he, when he wants to, he can he can do stuff that the real real greats of the game were capable of doing. Yeah. I just think he's such a special player. The only problem I think long term with someone like him, I think his body will eventually let him down. Uh-huh. But while while he's on the pitch, just enjoy him, man. Because when he's like that today, when he's like he is today, he, he's just a pleasure to watch. Yeah, he is a joy really to watch. Um, he's a good show. I'm going to give it to Andy Robertson because I thought he yeah. was he was he was all action. Um, out of all the players, I thought he showed the most intensity. And with a bit of luck, he, could, he probably could have stolen to the back post there for um, one, if not two goals from my memory. But I'm going to give it to Andy Robbo. If shout out to Joe Gomez, though. I did moan about that booking, but overall, coming in at right back, um, does really well and gets an assist, and you have to credit him there. I'm not a fan yeah. of him at right back. I've said it for years. I'm not a yeah. fan of him at right back. But in fairness, um, I don't pick the team, luckily. He comes in, he does well, he gets an assist, and Liverpool win the game. So a shout out to Joe Gomez as well. Um that's about it. As I said, we're back tomorrow evening. Um, tomorrow night, 10pm, we'll have the fat back four. And we'll probably do a bit of a preview on Benfica because that's coming quick, isn't it? So Yeah, we, Yeah, we don't have many days in between games now to try preview and review and stuff like that. So we'll fit them in where we can. One last mention um, for our charity partner, Failicon. Um, as I said before, we're trying to get to 10,000 euros for these people. Um, it's an outstanding charity. It really, really is. It's it. Unfortunately, you probably know somebody that's been, you know, touched with tragedy that would point you in the direction of this charity. So, please, if you can, donate. The link is in the description. If you can't, go and share it. Tell your friends. Tell your family. If you want to do fundraising yourself and and get some money up, I don't know. Fucking keep you up challenges. I don't know what you want to do. Do it. And um, we'll back it all the way. And if that raises some money for this charity and gets us to 10K, that'll be the best news all season. And I mean that on, uh, even over quadruple. If I can get, if, we, if I, me, Kev, whoever can help raise 10,000 euro for this charity, it will affect them for years. Years it will help them for. So um, check that out. That has been the full time Reds. Liverpool 2, Watford 0. Liverpool go top of the table. Man City are currently 1 0 up. But we will talk to you tomorrow night at 10 p.m. Over and Sports Social Podcast Network.